my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair, it's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Math & Magic, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Bob Pittman. Welcome back to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. In today's bonus episode, we're going to look back at just a few of the stories that have struck me about the power of audio. Podcasts are on fire now, reaching more people today than even the biggest streaming music services. And at the heart of podcasts are stories. On the Math & Magic episode with my old friend Walter Isaacson, we got into some discussions about storytelling and podcasting. Give a listen. Walker Percy, the guy I told you about, the novelist who was sort of a mentor, I never quite knew what he did. We would go over across Lake Pontchartrain to the Bogafalaya where he and his daughter, who was my age, all lived, and we'd go hunting or water skiing or searching for turtles, we always used to say, Ann, what does your daddy do? He's always on the dock drinking bourbon, eating hogshead cheese. She would say, well, he's a writer. I couldn't figure out what that meant. I knew you could be an engineer like my dad or a doctor or a fisherman, but writer. When I guess I was about 12, I read The Movie Goer had just come out. I realized what that meant. So I asked Uncle Walker, Walker Percy, tell me, because you're trying to teach lessons. You're preaching some things in this book. Tell me what it's about. 
And he said there are two types of people come out of Louisiana, preachers and storytellers. And he said, for heaven's sake, be a storyteller. The world's got far <laughs> too many preachers. And so why do you think the South has so many storytellers versus other parts of the country? Maybe it's the bourbon. Maybe it's the fact that we lost and should have lost the Civil War. Maybe people sit on porches a lot. Alex Haley, who wrote Roots, somebody once asked him, said he was trying to give a speech or something, and he was scared. He didn't know how to begin. And Haley said, here's the six words you have to know. Let me tell you a story. Well, you know, it's funny. When I was growing up, I had uncles who would tell stories. And if you ask them a question, you get a long story. And the moral of the story was the answer to your question. Do you think in this new digitally connected world that goes on? Or is this storytelling a lost art? Now, this is why podcasts are so important, why they're such a popular medium, and why they're a crucial medium for us to have now. Because of the past 25, 30 years in the digital age, we've lost the art of narrative. Paper is a good technology for narrative. You go page after page, you can't hop around. Likewise, linear television, linear movies, they're great for narrative. But digital media tends to be great for hopping around, making links, jumping to gather more information, following and charting your own course. It's interactive, which means you're not consuming a narrative. Now, that's fine. I love interactive media. I love being able to hunt and peck and figure out, you know, who the saints are going to be playing and hear all the opinions about it. But every now and then, we need to get back to narrative and to storytelling. I think it started for me listening to This American Life right. was doing a podcast a long time ago. I said, wow, they're going to save the art of storytelling. Well, you know, it's interesting. Young people, teenagers, young adults are flocking to it, whereas people thought, oh, talk shows, that's for old people. And I think it's just turned everybody's understanding upside down. It has sort of the best of both worlds, meaning you get it on demand. You don't have to tune in at 9 right. p.m., on the other hand, it's a narrative. You have to go with the flow. Here at iHeart, we're doing a lot with audio stories. It starts with the biggest radio stations we have across the country and extends to podcast, pushing the medium and the boundaries of storytelling with things like Ron Burgundy and shows like Disgraceland and Noble Blood. And you're listening to this as a podcast. Along those same lines, one of the most inspiring conversations I've had on this program was my friend Steve Stout the CEO of Translation, and how he decided to use radio in a novel way. When Interscope launched, they wouldn't play Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg on the radio. They would not play it. So what Jimmy did was Steve Berman, they went and bought the last commercial spot in a pod and did not say anything but played 60 seconds of the song. Nothing but a G-thing baby. People thought that was the song. They didn't know it was a commercial. And that's how the song took off. Right. I went to Bill Wrigley Jr. and pitched him an idea. We were going to remake the Double Mint jingle. I made the song called Forever. Chris Brown Forever. We rewrote the Double Mint jingle using that same forever melody. And he says, double your pleasure, double your fun in the song. And then I did the exact same thing. I bought 60 seconds, let it play like it was forever. So when the song played, it all sounded like forever. And then it changed into the double mint jingle. The song went number one. The song went number one. And it was a jingle that double mint owned. Thinking about radio and being colorful and artful with it and figuring out how to tie the music in 
with the advertising in a way that it feels entertaining, but yet informative so you stay engaged. If it doesn't pull you in, you don't care about it. I love the way Steve thinks about breaking down silos and creating campaigns that push the limits of creativity. On that topic, it's interesting to think about how marketers use sound and how someone like Olivier Francois, the head of marketing for Fiat Chrysler, creates a mood board for each of his brands, evoking the essence of the brand through sound. To the credit of radio, there's so much you can do that you can't do with TV or print. Not only do you have a persona for every brand, but you have a sound. You have the music for every brand. Totally have a music for every brand. I mean, the soundtrack of the brand is what I call my playlist. So, to a marketer, music and radio are the most amazing tool you can dream of. First, because it helps you carving uh, your special place in the culture. Second, because it gets you the perfect connection with your target. And now I'm thinking of radio as much as I'm thinking Absolutely. of music. Exactly what I'm buying when I have a radio media buy. I buy an incredibly personal connection to the target. You got a friend. I, got I mean, a that's friend. what our people in the that's era, exactly there's somebody's what it is. friend talking to them. And third, and that's maybe more for the music, it helps you amplify the brand personality. If you select the right genre in a very consistent manner, it will help you identify a brand in a commercial. That's kind of a subconscious connection with the consumer. If I hear the music, I can tell you which car you're talking about. Sound is about authenticity. The sound will make it sound Jeep or Dodge or Ram or Chrysler or none of them. My ideal sound for Jeep is Queen meets Imagine Dragons in a something very anthemic. That's the Jeep sound I'm dreaming of. And obviously, country music is home of Ram and hard rock is home of Dodge and so on. If you want to be relatable, you need to think of your audience and who they relate to. It's an interesting challenge trying to think about a brand in audio first and trying to figure out exactly what your brand sounds like and what imagery does that sound evoke. It was fun to hear Julie Rieger talk about the surprising impact a radio stunt had on her business. But before we get into that, let's take a quick break. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia. And you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Math & Magic, where we're talking about the power of audio. Here's a great story about how Julie Rieger, the former president and chief data strategist at Fox, used data to understand the impact of radio advertising. We had this little movie called Bohemian Rhapsody. You may have heard of it. A little bitty movie. A tiny movie called Bohemian Rhapsody. And what we did, we had your data anonymized. We matched folks that had downloaded your app and used your app to our moviegoers. And the reason why we were comfortable with looking at your app data is because roughly 90% that those that have downloaded and used the app also listen to Terrestrial. Correct. So once we matched it, in my pool, I had people that were moviegoers and had people that were moviegoers and also iHeart customers. Then we created a campaign around Bohemian Rhapsody with you guys in the film. I have a feeling I'm not going to ruin anything here for any of your listeners. Spoiler alert. I know, spoiler alert. There was a time when the record producer who's played by Michael Myers said, nobody's going to play a song on the radio that's six minutes long. Six minutes is too long. You guys came back to us. It was just, it was like magic. And said, we're going to roadblock six minutes across our entire network. And once I pulled myself up off the floor, and was able to utter a word. The word was genius. And we did it right before the movie launched. So what happened is the movie did all right. And then after about a month, when I got four weeks of data back, I was able to look and see who actually bought tickets to our movie. And I already had my moviegoer database. And then I had the database within the database that was movies and iHeart. And what was interesting is that your customers were buying tickets 12% at a higher rate than those that were just ongoing moviegoers. 12%. Is that good? 
12%, because I promised early on I wasn't going to use the F word, so I'll say fantastic. It was fan freaking tastic What everyone in this business is dying for is attribution. Right. Dying because they just don't know if it's good money or bad money that they're spending. And I also went in to see if, are we just getting a music fan? I just wanted to be able to answer my own questions in my head. It was just like a fluke thing. And then I went back in and I looked at other movies that we had done with you all in the last four years. And I found the same pattern. Now, Rap was a tick higher, which I think is where the music might play in. Also, the stunt we did was And the stunt was brilliant. That sub-segment always came in higher than the general moviegoer segment. So I was really confident in what we had done. Everybody does attribution. It's all about digital. Like, I'm going to run a banner. I'm going to do a video on YouTube or whatever. My first attribution project was with you doing it with radios and likely character. Look, we were so excited about it. One for getting someone with your kind of skill set to believe in us and take that leap. I have to congratulate you on doing the roadblock. Someone in the Los Angeles market that works here took a video of them punching between all of our radio stations in L.A., and you're hitting the same song by a different artist, all playing their version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, You couldn't get away from it. It was pretty amazing. It is amazing, right? I mean, all the artists with the covers that was was so amazing is that that became into a phenomenon. And let's not forget what happened on the charts with the album. Right. Right? So many amazing things that happened. Now, listen, the movie's amazing. Was the only thing that contributed to the success, the campaign we did? No, because the movie was incredible. We had other great creative, but was it a 12% nudge? Heck yeah, it was. And I can tell you from my data science team, they come into me very objective. Like these are the guys and all my data scientists are guys. I bet their sock drawers are incredibly organized. They come into me and they are clean slate every time and they are factual. They come into me and they say with a straight face, well, Julie, here's what we found. 12%. You've got to be kidding me. In my wildest dreams, it would be five. Wow. It was 12. Julie Rieger's such a great storyteller, but she also sees ghosts. I'm serious. She's written a great book about it, and you should check out her new podcast, Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, one of the things I think about a lot is that radio is meaningful because it's a companion. Elvis Duran, Martha Quinn, Charlemagne the God, Ryan Seacrest, Woody, you trust them because they're your friends. They keep you company. But one of the things that Daniel Glass, CEO and founder of the indie label Glass Note Records, points out is that radio is also a great connector. Let's jump to a topic near and dear to my heart, yours too, radio. It's been at the heart of what you do, what I do. It's certainly at the heart of music marketing and always has been, still is today. 80% of consumers and even 80% of Spotify users say the main way they discover new music is FM radio. In the days of the LPs, consumers heard a song on the radio, heard the DJ talk about it, and went out and bought it. Today they hear it, they stream it. Things really haven't changed that much. What is radio and why is it so central to all types of music marketing? How do you use it? It's such a personal medium. I look at radio as being a friend, as being your warm hug that you get. It is something that greets you in the morning. My alarm clock, not because I'm here with you, Bob, is Z100. Because it's Elvis Graham would be very happy well, to hear you. Well, it's a level that. of talent on the air because it's evolved since the Z Morning Zoo started and I grew up with this radio station with my kids. 
but it's the level of talent and preparation, the work. I know that I'm getting a very expensive product. This is not a casual bunch of people. These are highly trained people who were sleeping when you were partying last night, preparing for a great show. They're entertainers. They're passionate about the music. They front and back announce a record. You have to get that. You hear the saliva coming out of there. You hear the disappointment. You hear the frustration. You hear all kinds of stories about sports, weather, news, tragedy, miracles, elections, in context with great music and great rotation. So the endorsement of a radio station, the support that plays it a lot, means that there's something going on. I can't think of how to break an artist or a record without radio in tandem with streaming. I think streaming is very key as an early indicator or a late indicator, but you must have radio. You know, it's very rare that you get to Madison Square Garden or the headlining of a festival, whether it's Lollapalooza or Glastonbury, without radio. I'll give you a scene in Copenhagen. I went to a restaurant that blew my mind. My wife and I, we went to see Mumford & Sons in Copenhagen. Thursday night, we got to go to Noma. How could you get in? Because somebody heard me on an interview once and was inspired. One of the co-owners and managers heard it and invited me a year ago. You're very lucky. So I'm very lucky. And I pinch myself. We get to Noma and we're clicking. There are 24 different chefs working there, 24 different nationalities helping us. And this one guy comes over. I said, where are you from? He says, hey, mate, I'm from Australia. And I start rattling off my successes. I've got my early days of Ice House and Johnny Diesel on the Divinals. Then I hit him with Mansion Air, the Temper Trap, Flight Facilities, the Teskey Brothers. It's blank. Nothing going on. My wife said, wow, that was like cold. I'm on the way to the men's room. And I said, my wife thinks you're a hip hop head. He said, I am. I said, well, you know, we broke Childish Gambino. Oh, now you're talking. He said, I'm getting married. I'm going to march down the aisle to sew into you. And he has the wrong artist. And I said, no, that was Tamia. And he did it on Triple J Radio. He comes back to the table and he said, you're right. It was Triple J Radio where I first heard that song. So it was radio connecting us at this moment of a song that he did as a cover song when he was in Australia. And that was a big moment. Well, that's it for today's bonus episode of Math and Magic. We have some great new episodes coming your way in season two, from how Robin Hood Foundation got its start to the beginnings of Nickelodeon. Until then, I'm Bob Pittman. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Math and Magic, a production of iHeartRadio. The show is hosted by Bob Pittman. Special thanks to Sue Schillinger for booking and wrangling our wonderful talent, which is no small feat. Nikki Etor for pulling research, Bill Plax and Michael Azar for their recording help, our editor Ryan Murdoch, and of course, Gail, Raul, Eric, Angel, Noel, Mango, and everyone who helped bring this show to your ears. Until next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.